everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode 40, Space 220 Restaurant Review. I'm so excited to talk about this. We we have teased the fact that we've wanted to do this for a long time, ever since they first announced it and since it opened. And, you know, reservations were, they, they are really difficult to get. Uh, yeah, I was going to tell you, let's go back to a galaxy, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, September at 440 in the morning <laughs> when my alarm clock went off. Listen, guys, so some places to eat at Disney World, they're just hard to get into. And so you got to work hard for it. I know a lot of people use um, travel agents and they'll do the they'll do the footwork for you. I don't know why I just do it myself. Um, but yes, I got up very early to get this and so worth it. Yeah, I I had to. There's a lot to go into getting those ADRs, but I picked the last day of our trip because that gives you a better chance. I put it in for two people and we got it. So I feel bad we didn't take all six of us. But at the same time, I don't because our kids. <laughs> what, they, do you th- what do you think about kids in this restaurant? Look, here's the thing. Um no, <laughs> for for a lot of reasons, and we'll kind of talk about them. But generally, I just say no. Now, the main reason for our kids, um, I would say, is they're going to look at the menu and they're going to read the descriptions and they're just going to turn their nose up at it. Right. And so I'm going to just tell you right now, here's a sneak preview of, I think, our discussion. Um, everything is so much better than it sounds. <laughs> Okay. That's not what I was going to think. Well, that's just how it is. Because I'll tell you, I was super excited to do this, but I was mostly excited for the restaurant experience. I actually was not excited to eat the food because I've looked at, I've read the descriptions of some of them. I'm like, this just sounds weird, right? Um, It was not weird. It was really, really delicious. And so maybe a little misleading. I think in their effort to make this galactic fair, um, it just sounds weirder than it actually is. So let's back it up and just tell people that this is a restaurant at Epcot. But is it an Epcot? Like that's it's connected uh, to Epcot, right? Uh, from our view in the restaurant out the window, we were really far away from yeah, Epcot. <laughs> yeah. So but if if you're wondering where to get this dining experience, you have to go to Epcot. Um, we Went to Cosmic Rewind right beforehand, which was awesome. But this is located right next to um, Mission. I can never remember the name. Mission to Space. I can Mission never, Space. Mission Space. Mission colon Space. Okay. No period. <laughs> well, thank you for that punctuation. I just, I've, I actually was thinking about this this morning. And I'm like, I need to do Mission Space, like the real one. Because I've only done the. Oh, you've only done green? The calm one. Oh, you only did green. I think I have a little bit of, I don't have motion sickness, but the closed spaces, the tight quarters, I Uh, remember having a little bit of a problem when they closed the little door. I wonder if, I wonder if that was a big contribution to me yakking in the bag that they provide you (laughs) the one time I did it. This is not good for a restaurant review. (laughs) Hey, so anyway, Space 220 is right next to Mission Space. And it's kind of cool because, if I remember correctly, this was basically unused space um, that was just kind of over there. Yeah. And the creators of this restaurant had this concept of, wouldn't it be really cool 
if we had a restaurant that was themed in outer space and part of the dining experience is you would travel to the restaurant as a space station and that's where you would eat, right? Yeah, through a port or portal or whatever. Well, it was a big elevator. Elevator, yeah. Right? And if you just think about the physics of it, it's like really impossible. I kept thinking, I'm just like, how could we build this elevator shaft to this space station in outer space while the earth is actually spinning? That could never work, I think. Smart people maybe tell me it could, but I just don't see how that could possibly work. But that's what we did. We we traveled this elevator. They did get one part of the physics kind of cool, and that was that the elevator shaft kind of started waving a little bit. It wasn't just straight. Yeah, there was some some weather. Um, Okay, so you and I had like an eleven twenty or eleven forty pretty early. Um, and we had lounge reservations, which we'll talk a lot more about that. But I think we were like, it was like 11 o'clock and we're like, why don't we just go and get in line and see if they'll let us in? Yeah. You know, cause we, we wanted to park hop later to Hollywood studios. So we're like, let's just get going with our reservation. We were hungry. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that we went and got in line because that was, it was, cause there of, is, there is a line just to check to in. check in. Yeah. Um, the, the minutes, mobile, the like mobile check-in was, is not an option. Um, at least it was not that particular day. So normally when you have a, have a restaurant reservation at Disney world, you can check in with the, my Disney experience app when you're close to the restaurant, you can't check in from the other side. Like they want to know, Hey, you're actually here in proximity. So when it's time for your table, you can go anyways, it was not an option. Like, so there is a, there is a desk. It's kind of like this outside ish desk. It's kind of weird, I think. If you get there and experience it, you're going to be like, is this really going to be like a fine dining restaurant? It is. But like the check-in experience, you're like, this is kind of... Well, there were multiple points. We waited 10 minutes to get to the even the guy that was like, yes, you actually do have a reservation. And then I thought it was impressive that they had printed out like who had reservation. Like, yeah. don't try to think you can just walk up that day no, no, and no, get no, into no. this. You're... No. It's very... Yeah. Yeah. It's very um, exclusive. But yeah, so we got a little pass and then we had to wait again. And then somebody walked us into this like other waiting area, which was a lot nicer and themed and stuff to actually go on our elevator to space. Yeah. So we don't want to give away too much, right? Because people might want to. I, I don't know. I mean, you guys know me at this point. I don't like to spoil a lot of stuff, but I do kind of want to like um, I had read about what this experience was like. And so I kind of knew a little bit of what to expect, but it still was not what I think I experienced, right? So you check in and then you go to a place and basically you're going to wait for an elevator to outer space. That's literally what you're waiting for. (laughs) It's an elevator to outer space. And you're going to get in this elevator and it's going to look pretty close. Like you are leaving Orlando, Florida and you're headed to outer space. Mm -hmm. Like you can look up and you can look down and you are going like really, really fast. It reminded me when we've done the top of the rock where they're, you know, in, in New York city where you look up while you're going to the top of Rockefeller center and, or Plaza or whatever it's called tower. And there's stuff to look at. Um, I don't know if you've ever done any sort of elevator type things. So I thought that they did a really good job of making you feel like, this is just like any other elevator ride, you know, there's entertainment while we get you to the top because it takes some time. Yeah. It goes fast. Yeah. Suppose I can't remember how fast. It was like 2,000 miles an hour or something, something. like that. Yeah, is it must have been because it didn't take that long. Um, but, you know, we got to outer space in like 
I don't know, it was about two minutes maybe. Yeah. Probably yeah. about a, it's about a two minute experience yeah, in the yeah. elevator. So yeah. and um, then we get up there and, and you get up there and you're on a space station. Yeah. And then it's like the third waiting place. You gotta check in, then you gotta go wait to get in the elevator, and then once you get up to the actual port uh What's it called? I guess the docking port, right? Docking or, port or whatever. They, um, you wait again until they, you know. You give them, you, you give them the pass. Oh, the, the pass, that, yeah. You give them the pass that you were given initially. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Which is kind of, it was kind of like the spacey looking yeah, ticket thing. Yeah, that's what, that's and cool. they, they called it that, your ticket, right? Yeah. Your ticket to the restaurant. And so then they would be like, oh, okay, well, we know exactly where you were supposed to sit, right? So this is one of the things that I think is really cool. You know, when you like go to a restaurant and you walk in, you're like, there's four of us. And they're just like, okay. And they put you down and then like they call you up and then they're just like, okay, what table is it? And then they still have no idea where they're going to seat you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that, but that seems like every time I go to the restaurant, they're like, oh, uh, yeah, now we'll see if we can find a table, even though we told you one's ready. So (laughs) that was not the case here. Like they knew exactly which table was the table we were supposed to sit at. Right. So that's all predetermined and mapped out. And that is like restaurant efficiency at its finest. I loved it. Well, and as we were walking, um, like off of the elevator to wait for our restaurant, there was this circle thing growing vegetables. Like, like this is how they grow vegetables in outer space. Yeah. It's like, it's like outer, outer space hydroponics. Yes. It was, it was really cool. I took a picture. I I don't know if I took a video too, but anyway, just this, it was just such a neat experience. And so we get to our table, which is at the lounge, and it was actually pretty empty. Um, yeah, I think it's we, we were, we were so early, there. right? Like, and it's one of those things where, and this was the second time that we had had a dining reservation this trip where we sat down and the place was empty and you're just like, why does everyone have a hard time getting a reservation? It's just because we were the first. Well, and we did that with Mexico too. Yeah, yeah that, and it that's was, the other one I was yeah. talking. And so... Um, it filled up by the time we were we were done eating, but yeah, we were we were amongst the first, and that was a really cool experience too because you really got to kind of take it in without any sort of distractions or anything. But one of the first things that happens is as they're taking us to our table, they're telling us like they're basically giving us a tour of the restaurant, and they're showing us what's going on. You can see the big panels where you can see outdoors to outer space. Yeah, it's like these big panel windows, and you're literally looking to outer space. You see ships coming in and out. In fact, you see mission colon space (laughs) ships that are flying around. Really? So I had my back to it. I I have to say that my love for you was strong because I I sat with my back towards it so that you could have... The better view. Although I did have a mirror above the bar where I could see. You could kind of see. You had a better view of. Well, the only space. reason I knew that those were mission colon spaceships. Oh, okay. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. I just was to was because my love. because they told us that as we were sitting down, they're like, oh, and you'll see the X seventy eights or whatever they are, right? And so I know that that's what the what the craft that you fly in mission space is. So okay, that's cool. That was kind of cool, and every once in a while you see an astronaut kind of tethered to another yeah. thing float by. You know, and then we saw the hidden Mickey. Remember that one? Yes, there is a hidden Mickey. Always look for the hidden Mickeys. Yeah, There's always going to so be one. Cool. I promise. So that um, was kind of that was kind of neat. And you're just you're in this restaurant, and your view outside is not the Earth. ocean. Yeah, actually, it is the ocean. Yeah. it's all of the oceans. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's Earth <laughs> and the clouds and the mountains and the everything. Right. It was so cool. Okay, so not important, but kind of important was the silverware. I, I'm looking back at the oh, pictures I took. Yeah. 
By the way, pictures do not take very well in outer space because the lighting is not great out there. So yeah. just be aware that if you're a photographer, you need to have a better camera than I did. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I thought the silver was cool. It was this nice, heavy silverware, cool shape, but it was, remember what color it was? Was it black? It was black. Yeah. Oh, are you looking at your pictures I'm now too? I'm looking at my pictures that you said this, right? Um, yeah, it was, it was black. And I was like, oh, that's different. I mean, like, maybe that doesn't sound very exciting because you might get that cheap plastic black silverware at restaurants or, or, you know, takeout. And it's like, oh, that's not exciting. This is exciting silverware. So pay attention to those things. Well, I will just tell you, one of the things that I, I feel like is a hallmark of good fine dining or any just sort of really good restaurant, it it is... It, it's the silverware. Details. It's oh, the yeah. it's the it's the china. It's all of that kind of stuff. You, do you have something good and substantial? But silverware, especially, and this was good, heavy, nice silverware. I I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, it was black, and that kind of threw me off because the top of the table was black, oh. <laughs> and the napkin was black. You couldn't find your stuff. And I'm, so I'm looking at the table, right? And I'm like, oh, uh, is this all my stuff? <laughs> Where is my stuff? <laughs> is this when we have the discussion about your need for glasses? I wasn't going to say it, no. but I knew you would. <laughs> okay, so let's go a little bit more detail about... It took us a little bit to figure this out. So there is a small area next to the bar called the lounge. And there was probably 10, maybe 15 tables that were smallish Small and they had different no, no chairs. No more than no more than four people right. at any table, right? But most of them were two-person tables. Yeah, and it was distinguished. At first, I was like, "Wait, are these people across the aisle from us also the lounge?" But I looked; the chairs were different. Yeah. Um, but there was we were up on the higher level. If you had the ADR to the actual restaurant, you could have been on the lower level, closer to the windows, like right next to the windows. Um, but. The more I learned about the difference between the lounge and the regular restaurant, I'm glad we had the lounge because yeah. we had a, we had an amazing server, right? Yeah. So she, I think she you gave her a cast so good. member compliment. Cast compliment yeah. went for her. It was awesome. But she was very like, she's like, the lounge is great because at the regular part of the restaurant, you have to buy the prefix. Like you have to spend 59 per child and 79 per adult or whatever it is. It's a lot. And you have to order the three course meal. At the lounge, you can pick stuff off of either menu. You, she said, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, we can do whatever we want over <laughs> You can here. have something off of here, and you could have something off of here. You can put it all together. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Because when I had read about this from different other reviewers, they had made it sound like if you got the right server, you could get lucky, and maybe you could order something yeah. off of the uh, off the restaurant menu. And maybe that is the case, but but I'm just telling you the way like, our server did yeah. it. It was like, no, you have the best spot here because you can do whatever you want. Yeah, and and so what's cool about that is that means that you didn't miss out on anything. Yeah, right. But you also didn't have to spend. But you were stuck leg. with yeah. something maybe you necessarily really wouldn't want. have wanted, which yeah. which is what happens with a with a with a fixed menu. Well, and I am kind of weird about Epcot eating. I don't typically get dessert at a restaurant experience because I have a lot of different things at Epcot that I would like to try as far as desserts. And so I try to leave space for that. So anyway, I was glad that we weren't stuck with that. So why don't you tell them about the um, the drink you ordered? I just got water, which, okay, sorry. <laughs> the water was so cool. Like even like the metal, remember the metal, yeah. big, like tall metal? Yeah. Um, picture that she brought it just felt like 
this was different space yeah yeah this was different what was the name of your drink though and so i i you know um we don't drink alcohol or anything like that and so i never have an alcoholic beverage and they have quite a list and in fact one of the cool things i'll tell you is and this is part of the pre-tour as you go to sit at your table is they show you actually where they store all of their wine. Oh, yeah. And I took some pictures of this. It was really cool. You know, typically when you go to a nice steakhouse, especially they've got a great display of their wines. And they said, well, look, you know, we have to do things a little differently in outer space. They don't have a lot of space. And so because they don't have a lot of space. And so they, um, you know, they stored them in these it was just really, really cool, these small little cubbies. So they have a huge beverage menu, which includes all sorts of, of alcoholic and non-alcoholic selections. I, of course, got what they call a zero-proof cocktail. Okay, yes. <laughs> so non-alcoholic which drink. Which I don't think was on the lounge menu. Like It's it's not. Yeah. It's, it's just on a, it's on a beverage menu. Oh, beverage. Right? But yeah. that beverage menu is typically reserved for the restaurant. And so I was excited when I could do that because there weren't any of these sorts of things on just the lounge menu, right? And so I got what was called the Moon Rocks. Yes, which some of it went flying to my face. So let me describe what they, this is what they say Moon Rocks is. They say it's coconut, blue cotton candy syrup, lemonade, and Moon Rocks. That's the description. Yeah. So I really actually don't know what it is. But when I ordered it, she said, I can tell you what it is. Well, sugar. Well, it is. (laughs) That is for sure. Right. But when I ordered it, she said, oh, that's a really good one. She says, I've learned that there are three different ways to drink it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So anyway, she says, you'll see. And so she brought it out. And so it was this drink. And it was basically um, uh, it's Minute Maid lemonade with some blue cotton candy syrup, um, a little splash of coconut and then pop rocks. Those are their moon rocks. Right. And um, so she said, hey, there's there's a couple ways you can do it. One, you can pour your moon rocks directly in. So I did that. And it went flying By the way, the I don't recommend it. To your because, wife. Because pop rocks do this thing when they get wet, and that is they explode, yeah. right? We know that. But for some reason, it just didn't register in my brain that if I poured it into a drink, it was immediately going to do that. And so it went everywhere. We had less oxygen up in space, people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was it was kind of cool. And so I only poured a little bit. And I said, that's okay. The other way she said you can do it is you can pour the Pop Rocks directly on your tongue and then drink, right? Which is probably uh, a better a better way to do it. Did then you she, try that one? I did. Okay. I tried it both ways. And then she said there was a third way. And I can't remember what it was, but it sounded like that was too complicated for me. So I didn't do that one. Okay. Um, but anyways, it was. It was just a sugary drink. Um, I did enjoy it. I thought it, it was looked a, like it was fun. What's it called? The Vulcan's drink? Uh, yeah, it looked like Romulan ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just blue, but it was just kind of fun, right? It was a fun thing to to do that. And whoever would have thought you'd go to a fine dining restaurant and they would serve you Pop Rocks. Yeah. But, <laughs> but they did. <laughs> so we... Um, so what we ordered for appetizers was the chicken and waffles, which I don't think that's what they call it. Oh, chicken on waffle. Chicken on waffle. Yeah. Which is $18. So it's pretty expensive for a. Um... So that's off of the lounge menu. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what we did is we combined and we took one thing off the lounge yeah. menu. We took a couple other things off of the, the other menu. Yeah. And then we got. So I'll just describe real quickly. Um chicken on waffle so i didn't know if randy was going to eat this so it's fried chicken which actually by the way it was chicken thighs which threw me off a little i was like what is this dark meat i mean it was delicious but yeah. i was still like why is it this color um and then smoked bacon and roasted corn waffle 
And so, so like I said, remember, I would read these descriptions. I'd be like, oh, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want a corn waffle. Spiced coleslaw and then um, maple glaze. And so it, the, the coleslaw actually, I thought was kind of cool. Oh I, my gosh. It was delicious. And I hate coleslaw. <laughs> like I but hate do it. you, if you actually like this? This was not like any coleslaw we had. This was out well, of this world. <laughs> Well, I'm just looking at the picture of it, and it was pretty wet. I think that's what you don't like is how when it gets really wet. I don't, I don't like. Uh, I'm not a big mayonnaise fan. I think you're thinking of KFC back in the day. That coleslaw. I'm thinking of like everything someone's ever brought to like a church party that's full of disgusting stuff. That's yeah, what I'm thinking yeah. Of. This is not what that. Most coleslaw is. So maybe what I've learned is coleslaw is okay if it's prepared by someone who knows what they're doing. Right. Well, I think the big other thing is that it can't sit around forever in a bunch of. Because it, it does get really soupy. Anyway, so the coleslaw was amazing, but um, but that was pretty filling. Like we when I split it, yeah. And I, it's, again, this is an appetizer. Yeah, right? it's listed as an appetizer, but like it's literally it's a that's a full meal. It's like a full Belgian waffle. Yeah, <laughs> with like big pieces of chicken, that coleslaw yeah. and the glaze. Like it was like that could have been my meal. Well, and I was thinking about that. I'm like, I don't think I would want that for my whole meal. Just, be, I mean, it probably, it could have been like, yeah, one setting, you'd be good. But yeah. at the same time, like I, um, I was glad that we had other things to try. So the other, we got a salad, we got the space green. So right? I want to point this out, okay. right? So here's the thing about the lounge menu, as you know, really the lounge menu is just appetizers. Okay, so that's why yeah. it's kind of broken up. So we actually kind of went in thinking, oh, we were only going to, we were probably just going to have two or three just appetizer things, yeah. right? So it's really interesting that this is a full portion. It's a, it's a, it's really an entree portion size um, thing. And it's off of the appetizer menu in the lounge. And, and that's just because, well, that is the lounge menu. Right. Okay. Right. Um, okay, so... Looking at the lunch menu, which is where we grabbed our salad, we got the space greens, which I've had bib lettuce lettuce before, but like I think I really learned that I love bib lettuce. It was just oh so like the texture was so good and it was tasty, um, but it was a giant salad. Like we had it was to cut huge. it. The bib lettuce was not again. This was a, this is an appetizer. It's so this is on the appetizer portion of the lunch menu now. Yeah, yeah. So I don't remember what the price was. I, I guess you got the receipt. Yeah, I don't know. But um, honey crisp apples, radish, cornbread, croutons, bacon bites, and warm bacon vinaigrette. So that was also tasty. You and I split that. And between those two things, I we, I think we probably could have been full. Yeah, we, we could have been satisfied. Close to it. I, the waffle wasn't as big as I think. It wasn't that big. But anyway, so then you and I decided to also order the... Gemini burger, mm-hmm. which um, signature beef blend, white cheddar cheese, bacon, shredded lettuce, tomato, fried potato wedges that were giant. So, so basically, by the way, fried potato wedge, what does that mean? That means they took a potato, a whole potato, <laughs> they cut it into wedges and they fried it up. That was that was what it was. That's how big it was. A right? Bi- if you were to basically potato. take a potato and cut it into six yeah. wedges, right, that's how big it was. Yeah. And and then they serve it in like a little metal container standing yeah, up, right? Yeah. So that you could basically see like, oh, that is a whole potato. <laughs> well, and then I'll just say it also had roasted red pepper citrus aioli on the burger. So 
cutting that in half, having like one wedge, like I was so like so satisfied after that whole meal. I thought the burger was really good. It was it was outstanding. Yeah. Um. So that's what we ate. Um. But they have, you know, they have a huge menu here at lunch, and the lunch and dinner menu is slightly different, right? There are a lot of things now having had what I had and not being afraid of the descriptions so much. I look at it and say like, oh, yeah, I think I'd like to try that. You know, I mean, the bottom line is this: Space 220 is a place I want to go back to. Yes. Yes. And I, and I want to go back multiple times because I want to try different things and stuff. And the experience was just so cool. Well, and they kind of have an incentive besides serving good food and having a good experience. They have an incentive and tell them about the cards. So... At the end of your meal, they bring you something, and it's called trading cards. Now, you might think, well, that's kind of hokey and silly. But if you're if you're a Disney file <laughs> and you collect all things Disney, right, what better thing to collect than something that, frankly, is exclusive? You can only get these cards. Well, okay, I say you're only supposed to get these cards if you eat at the restaurant, but I'm sure people sell them on eBay and all sorts of other places too. But it's collectible sets. And so it is... It's original artwork of space theme fun facts on these cards, right? And there's six cards in a series. Um, each series is named after a planet. I feel like this is series two. She, I think, and last this is series year, two. And she said there's going to be there's going to only be five series yeah. altogether, yeah. right? So now I have the series two collection, right? But um, There's different categories for these cards, like space trivia, food in space, like space technology. And then they each series also includes a rare, what they call tech specs card. So it's got kind of an inside look at at current and future space technologies. And it's like stamped with a blue foil ink. So it's it's a special one. But at the end of the day, I'm just thinking about like, you know the person that had like the original Disneyland like entrance ticket, you know, where it was like 50 cents to get in and everything. Yeah. Like wouldn't it be so cool to just be able to collect all of these original series and then be able to say later on I have them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. That would be so cool. No, I think that I think you're right. I think I, I thought it was an amazing experience. I again kind of as I was looking at the people that were sitting in the regular part of the restaurant, I thought I'm still kind of glad I'm not over there because it would have been too much food. Yeah. Like it would have been. Yeah. And that's kind of Disney's kind of known for. I mean, everywhere in America is known for big portions, but like this would have been a little over the top. So because instead of instead of us sharing each of these things, right, we each would have had to have gotten that giant bib lettuce salad. I'm like, I think I would have been done after that. Yeah. But anyway, um, so cool. So cool. Any other takeaways or and then I guess the thing is we had to leave the restaurant like we yeah. just stay up there. Yeah. So, you know, you got to go back to planet Earth. Yeah. So you went up an elevator to get to outer space. You got to go down the elevator. Um, apparently you go much faster going down than yeah. up. <laughs> and they they're tell like, you that. You ate, get out. <laughs> they're like, uh, OK, yeah, we're going to go at 20,000 miles an hour yeah. now. And you're just like, oh, that was so instead of a two minute elevator ride, it's more it's more like a 20 One. second elevator yeah, yeah. ride. Well, but, um, it was, I took a video of that going down. It yeah, was it was it was longer. it was still cool. I would just say it's just such a unique experience. I I don't know of anything like this anywhere, where you have just this full kind of kind of experience, and they do such a good job. We had we had such an outstanding server, and all of the people were so nice and friendly. Yeah. Like it was it was Disney at its finest. 
right? And it was just so enjoyable. And then we got out of the restaurant and then the sun was shining. We're like, oh, I can't see. I've been in space, you know, because your eyes get kind of adjusted to the dark. It was interesting. So I will say I've been to, I've gone, I've done, gone, gone to a lot of restaurants at Disney. Um, and like the Plaza restaurant is tiny. And so it makes sense that it's hard to get a reservation there. Cinderella's Royal Table, it's not that big in there. I mean, it there it's a decent amount, but like I would say that Space 220 is at least twice as big as that. So yeah. I think that should give people hope that it's sometimes it's hard to get a reservation just because the restaurant size is tiny. Yeah. This is not the case. I think, I mean, I'm sure since it's new, it's going to be hard to get one there, but I do feel like it's going to be more attainable moving forward because it is... Yeah, it's a little pretty bit. sizable in there. It, yeah, it, it is a good size. I mean, you you really couldn't um, you couldn't really just sit there and see the whole restaurant from where you were sitting. Like you would have to really turn yourself around yeah. to be able to see all of the tables and stuff. So again, in the lounge area, you know your table sizes are going to be smaller. And and by the way, when you're booking your ADR, right, like you ha- you have to choose between the two. Yes. Okay. So so know that going into it, so that you can prepare and game plan in advance, because you do have to get up early or get your travel agent to try and figure it out too. But um, in that lounge area, your table sizes are going to be smaller. They they do have bigger tables to accommodate larger yeah, groups, there was, right? There was noticed, tables for six and eight. And, oh, yeah. And I think I even saw one that could have 10. Yeah. Um, I don't think they do a lot of moving tables around, right? Yeah, so, it doesn't see it's So if you're having a, a hard, dining if place. you've got a really big group, I would say you should probably plan Breaking on making in. multiple reservations yeah. and splitting your group up if you want to have the best chance at getting in. Because if you get to 10, there's just, it's just, you good luck, you know? But um, it was so cool. It was so clean. And it, yeah, it just when they, it when even they, smelled like, you know, a spaceport. A spa- it, it nice. You know, I talked about when we first rode um, Cosmic Rewind, how it smelled so cool and clean and, and brand new in there. And that's yeah. what the restaurant smelled like, which I think is amazing because restaurants tend to smell like food and the carpet gets dirty when yeah. people spill their stuff and yeah. everything. And there just was none of that here. Yeah. And this is a restaurant that's now been open for more than a year. Yeah, so I think so. it's amazing that it still felt like it was brand new to yeah. me. Yeah. Well, and I will say the servers, I remember, you know, sometimes when you're hungry, you're, you keep looking at the door where the food's coming out of, like they would come out with multiple people at a time serving nice looking dishes. Like yeah. it was just, it was just it is expensive, but at the same time, you get the fine dining experience. Yeah. That sometimes I don't know if you get it every, you know. Yeah, that's ADR that's, that's, that's true. Really that's nice. true. And 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 when we talk about expensive, yeah, it's expensive, but it's not like there are certain restaurants at Disney Springs that are far more expensive yeah. still, right? So it's not like this is at the absolute top of the budget. But just be aware, like if you're in the if you're in the restaurant, lunch is fifty five dollars per person. Okay. Right. Like that's it. And dinner it's seventy nine dollars per person on the fixed menu. So Did yeah, they honor that, our D V C that is and, oh and we did. We got our D V C discount, right? Which, you know, is ten percent off. But that's you know, when you go to an expensive restaurant, ten percent all of a sudden is a lot. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it was great. I just I'm so excited to go back already. Yeah. Let's go tomorrow. <laughs> Well, and I think it's cool because I feel like that part of the park is just so much better because before Cosmic Rewind, before Space 220, like I just didn't have a lot to do on that side of the park. We do a test track and that was kind of it. And so I feel like it's just bringing it alive. And you bring up a really interesting point. 
theoretically, okay, from an actual physical location, this restaurant is directly next to Test Track. Yeah. And I didn't hear a Test Track car go by once. I mean, that's how well they were able to really craft this experience. Listen, you can hear Test Track from most places in Epcot at any given time of the day, right? You could be on the other side of the world showcase. You're just like, oh, I heard that car go by, right? Um, Because that's a loud attraction. So that's so, so cool that we could be in such close proximity. But they have done just a remarkable job of removing you from that environment. Yeah. Yeah. All right. One more question. So if we go again, are you going to try new things or are you going to order the same thing? I'm going to try new things. Good for you. Yeah, I'm going to try Even new things. Even if there's scary coleslaw on it or. Yeah, I, because I learned that those descriptions, it's just, it's not as bad as what it sounds. Listen, I mean, I love chicken and waffles, but I'm reading like a corn waffle. Like to me, like my brain can't comprehend that. Guys, it was so good. Oh yeah. You got to have it. It's, it's just that good. Well, like I think of like you get fried chicken, you get corn on the cob. Like that makes sense to me. So yeah. it's not that far. Anyway. Okay. Well. We hope you enjoy this. We hope you um, get an ADR there and let us know what you think. Or, um, I don't know, let us know if, if you have any reservations about trying to go to outer space. So, I mean, I know Star Trek, that Star Trek experience in Las Vegas yeah. had probably similar things. Yeah. It wasn't anything different. like this, though. But, yeah, it still smelled like a casino yeah. smoke. <laughs> that was the worst part of that. And that was at the Hilton, right? You know, so... Um, it's long gone at this point, but yeah, back in the day. Yeah. I think um, this is going to stand the test of time. I think it's, they've built it really well. They, re- they really have. They really have. And it's just such a, just such a fun experience. So. All right, guys. Well, y'all have a great one and uh, let us know what you think. Bye. Bye. <laughs>